Hello, and welcome to Almost Focused, a podcast about gaming. I'm Matt. I'm Nathaniel. Uh, normally, we talk about a topic that we decide ahead of time. When I texted Nathaniel this weekend to figure out what our topic should be, he responded with butts. Butts. Right. There's butts. You'll see the spelling in the, in the blog title. So today, we're talking about butts. Um, Which I think really means just random podcast day yeah i mean we had christmas and so yeah. we have christmas things to talk about and we're gonna talk about the sony hacker which is related to butts i guess so the guy being a butt specifically right um i think we also intend on covering wow i totally blanked on what the other thing i believe i believe it is. was sexism in video games or oh something. god yeah gamergate that's what we want to hit up no we're definitely not going to do that today oh that's that's like the only thing i want to talk about all right we can do that all right good but i'm just gonna yell while you do it <laughs> <laughs> yeah you brought up the sexism in gaming thing a lot oh our normal routine that's right. what we're gonna do things <laughs> we'll do we're that playing first. things we want to play i think sometimes we th talk about things we don't like just because we don't like them like transistor yeah i was about to say transistor i think being the key example uh so on that note what are you playing this week so i've been playing bravely default which i got for christmas so for christmas i got spelunky which i haven't played at all it's a roguelite roguelike i spelunky was okay i was never a huge fan i played it a little bit i'm i'm on that binding of isaac kick and i don't feel the need to do any derivatives yeah it it was free on ps plus a while ago i think it may have been because i believe i have it downloaded and it just it got through 15 minutes and it just failed to grasp me in any meaningful way yeah related to that i've been playing binding of isaac pretty hardcore yeah you've been hitting that one hard very very hard to the to the point where i'm neglecting my destiny duties what do you think of bravely default i like bravely default we've managed to not talk about that game at all actually well i just started playing it this weekend okay so I, I'm at the part where you get the knight. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. You're, you're pretty early. I'm pretty early. Yeah. There's um, there's a ton of classes in that game. I know one of the features you complained about, though, is the town. How you have to meet people in real life so you can get villagers for your town. And yeah, build, yeah, yeah. Build shops that you can visit while you're adventuring or also get new special moves. My neighbor is playing Bravely Default. So every time I turn on my game, I get a new villager. Which is pretty great. Yeah, I mean, there's a daily um, automatic right. mechanism to generate villagers. I just got tired of the grind. I mean, it, it, this is always the problem, I think, with those Japanese RPGs. Is Even in a, a version that Bravely Default, to its credit, being um, that really pushes the, the grind mechanics so that you have control of them. It makes a lot of uh, concessions to the user to be like, do you want to grind? Do you not want to grind? How much do you want to grind? How fast do you want to grind? That, and they make the grinding stupid easy. Like, yeah. turn the encounter rate up 100%, yeah. set it to auto, attack, just balls out. up a good auto run and Yeah, and then just watch TV and handle. click A all day. And, and I agree, but I just, I don't know. At some point, I found other things to do besides click a all day nathaniel is making around. jerk off motions I, that's that. mostly it both hands too <laughs> I, I can't i don't even have a free hand uh but I, I really liked it i thought it was a surprisingly dark game i like the 
I like the voice acting, which yeah. is something I ge- yeah. I'm generally very critical of. It's well written. Uh, I think as far as RPGs go, it's actually surprisingly unique in at least in the modern RPGs I've played. Like there's a lot of cliches in it, but the characters are uh, I think generally pretty like well shaded. You know, they've got right. a lot of different aspects to them. Um the uh, I think it's an interesting contrast to Dragon Age, which I got also got for Christmas. Yeah, which I just can't get into. Uh, the Bravely Default has a very interest is very interesting mechanically. Um, I mean it's a, it's it's basically a classic Final Fantasy. Absolutely. With enough of a twist to be very interesting. Well, it's got that great job mechanic. I mean, I, so I love Final Fantasy Tactics. I do too. Everyone does. It's a classic, right? And the thing they did perfectly in that game that I feel they never really recaptured was their that job system. They had it a little bit in the sequels, but I, I've seen it in there uh uh Disgaea is another series That's that really takes the tactical RPG uh, JRPG to like this crazy place, uh, but it, it doesn't have the strong narrative element that a mm. Final Fantasy game will. Um, but I, I don't know. It's it's the thing with Bravely Default again is just like it's still a JRPG. It's still a JRPG. Plot wise, I was really surprised, and it gets dark in ways that are like, wow, that's actually really, really fucked up. I mean, I'm pretty sure we've already killed, like, two or three people. Oh, you've you've stone-cold murdered people, but you'll start to unlock some some plots where, like, the things the bad guys are doing are stuff where I've actually been like, wow, that's darker than a Bioware game, right. actually. You know, you've got people doing some legitimately evil shit, and uh, I was really surprised by that. So back to Bioware and Dragon Age, I I've only played about two hours of it, and part of it is I'm I'm looking for a game that's compelling story wise that my wife will want to hang out with me and watch while I play, and and it is pretty. I mean, it it does have a compelling story so far. I honestly was not impressed. Uh, but I've never played any others to compare it to. Yeah. To me, uh, I felt sort of plopped into like generic fantasy world, cataclysm. More like generic Morrowind world. It's yeah. Not Morrowind, Oblivion. Well, whatever setting you want to take, it's a very generic sort of take on what in the past has been an extremely unique setting. Um, uh, it's the uh, the first game, Origins, really took a tone and an angle of attack on like the lore, right? That. Mm-hmm was extremely unique and dark you know going back to dark it's some it took it to a place a lot of games generally kind of fail to get to um in terms of like emotional impact and the second one uh you know to a lesser extent because of some gameplay weaknesses i think but still really managed to take sort of a unique angle on Mm. plot and this third one to me feels like it basically in an attempt to supersede the first two in scope and become sort of this like monster epic a la Skyrim they packed in they were forced to take this really broad perspective on the setting that served to only genericize it uh, only take these elements that seemed really unique because of your perspective in the past and turn them into things where it's like oh yes and there's the wizard faction oh right. yes and then there's the angry Templar faction that's like all these Do other you tropes think that has anything to do with the EA 
influence or maybe i think it's the the approach they took you become essentially this sovereign and they gave you the mechanical depth to be a sovereign right mm -hmm. you you i don't think you've probably gotten to this point but you un I, it's not I, a spoiler to say you unlock a fortress no no and it's, it's there's part a, of the, a like back of the box yeah and there's this broad strategical map and um you can send out emissaries to do tasks for you and it's it's really interesting on that level i guess Every, but, everything i've heard about it says that it should have been a mobile companion app oh yeah yeah it's one of the major things that's pulled me out of the game it's incredibly interrupting uh, or interruptive to the pace because mm. if you want to be at all efficient with these emissaries they should be working as close to 100 percent as you can right right and if it takes 10 minutes to get there and back and the job's 40 minutes long, 30 minutes long. It's like, all right, every half hour I have to take a 10-minute detour for no other reason than that I need to send Bob to go investigate some hillbilly's backyard. Like, can you find a car in the hay? And Bob's like, oh, uh, yeah, I'll go find out. You know, I, give me, or at least let me unlock forts in each zone that I can return to to do that. Yeah, right? So that it's like I'm returning to my forward base. That's actually at least... It, particularly narratively, I'm the he sovereign of this faction. Like, why don't I have some retainers? <laughs> right. Well, that's something I feel like in gaming, and maybe we should talk about this sometime, but how much time a game expects you to be able to invest in it. Mm -hmm. You know, it, with Destiny, if you want to be on top of shit, you're playing 10, 20 hours a week. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Destiny definitely has a like a job component or whatever, a, a commitment component. Mm -hmm. I've been playing the, you know, switching, continuing along on the RPG tend here. I've been playing Divinity Original Sin. I got it a couple nights ago, and I'm like, I'm like 12 hours, 13 hours in at this point. I did a one party, and then about five hours in was like, oh, no, I, I need to rebuild now mm -hmm. that I kind of understand the mechanics here. And uh, I found it to be a lot easier to step into as a game like mm. mechanically you know one of the things dragon age really has is this huge layering of mechanics there's your action combat there's your tactical combat there's your character right. building there's your crafting there's the strategy map there's right, right. The, the companion discussions there's base exploration there's base expansion there's yeah, you know, there's, there's all this layers of stuff. There's like 12 or 13 different gameplay mechanics that are just like broad categorical systems in that right. game. And uh, I just found it really uh, like a large barrier between yeah. sort of me about my day doing my other normal tasking or whatever in my normal life and then being like, okay, I've got two hours to game. Let me step into it. And it's like... And I think we discussed that last podcast briefly where it's the, the barrier to fun is, is super high. Yeah. Or the barrier to immersion might be a better yeah, to, metric. To, I think that's actually a great way to put it, right? Is like the barrier to being like, okay, I'm here doing this stuff is, okay, I'm here. Let me run a couple of errands real fast. Right. Um, so Divinity has been really interesting because it's it's stripped down mechanically. It doesn't have a lot of those other systems. It's got the companion quests, but they're much simpler. Mm. Um, and the plot is, you know, it's it's pretty dialed in. It's humorous. They managed to actually have some pretty funny moments. I, I did read that it was pretty funny. Um, th that's, I think, the big thing it's got going for it is it, it's clearly making fun of the tropes. 
Dragon uh, Age does seem like it's way up its own butthole. Oh, dude, it's so up its own ass. Like, you you have not played a game as up its own ass as, uh, as Dragon Age. Um, so, not to distract from your, your points, though, uh, I did want to mention that over the break, my brother has a Wii U, mm-hmm. and I played the Bayonetta... Which I immediately Bayonetta was like, demo. Blood Rain sucks. And yeah. you're, like, you're like, what are you talking about? And I was like, Blood Rain's the worst I texted game. him saying that uh, I played the Bayonetta 2 demo. It was so good. He goes, I always thought it was kind of kludgy controls. I'm like, they're the smoothest fucking fast controls. Yeah. Well, so anyway, the, the Bayonetta... I know, we actually sent like two texts back and forth. You were like, I don't think that's true. And I was like, oh, yeah, it's I, just bad. <laughs> so the, the Bayonetta game... We're talking about these these barriers to immersion. Even though the game starts out or the demo starts out and you're standing on top of a fighter jet that's flying through a city fighting angel centaurs, it's just, you're like, okay, that's what's going on. I accept that. Now I'm fighting them. And it's just, it's straight, pure fun. Well, so that brings up, like, you're talking about uh, that straight, pure fun. I just beat, I mean, I crushed Shadow Warrior. I beat it in two days, three days, like 20 Which, hours of gameplay, maybe. Shadow Warrior is in the current Humble Bundle, it, if anyone is yeah, interested. Yeah, and it's fantastic. I have not had that much fun. Like, just straight up, <laughs> gleeful murdering of things right. in a couple of years with the game. I mean, it was just balls to the wall nuts. The intro sequence is hysterical. Like, mm-hmm. it's a bad 80s movie, hysterical, but it's funny. You know, and uh, your character starts off as a real asshole and actually makes legitimate and under, like believable character progression so that by the end of the game, you're you're kind of like, dude, this guy's like a fucking monk badass now. Mm-hmm. Like he's a fucking like soldier in the army of the gods at the end of the game or like against the gods. I don't know exactly how to put it without spoiling the whole plot, but like you basically become this samurai figure you know hmm. uh a, you're, you're not you, you turn into like the archetype you right. know and the the way you get there is really compelling and the gameplay i mean the sword play in that is amazing Just yeah i'm, so I'm looking forward to, to trying that out yeah uh you know and, and that's the thing it sounds like bayonetta had is the controls are super tight very tight right and they're easy to just step into it's like well and it also has this kind of absurd fun yeah that you know it's over the top in the best ways it's it's funny like it seems both of us are going through a a bit of a mechanical switch from very complex structures for you know for you it was card games right you know you just did card games for a couple of years right right and i'll uh, still do a card game you know and both of us have been playing these like action combat super tight control things lately right i mean that's the the thing though is that games like that you know binding of isaac to a certain extent you can just turn off your brain and and do it and that's fun and it it helps you relax in a way that maybe dragon age isn't going to dragon age feels a little bit like work which I don't think that's bad in a video game. Sometimes you need a game that feels like work, but sometimes you just need a game that's, I'm going to run into this room and yeah. shoot missiles at bad guys. I'm going to cut some dude's head off and then charge up a key strike and launch it through like eight skeletons and have them blown to bits in so, the case of Shadow Warrior. 
since we were just talking about random butts today. Oh, yeah, butts. I was going to – I'm going to ask you. I don't think we've talked about this too much. You're going to talk about my butt Because that seems to be a topic that comes up pretty frequently. Not with me. (laughs) How do you feel about uh, those hardcore action platformers like Super Meat Boy or Dust Force? I think we've talked about Super Meat Boy before. Yeah, I think – I think they're really cool. I they're not a game I particularly enjoy. Mm. Like I don't like running content over and over again is one thing. Uh, it, things like Binding of Isaac get around that because of the randomness of it. You right. know, it's very different each run, and a lot of what makes the run engaging is using new tools right in an effective way. The Meat Boy games are all like master the specific controls in the specific layouts and right. just dominate them and you know if you get good enough you can probably play through multiple levels without dying and do really well but it's just as a as a gameplay type that kind of repetition uh, it's never been something i particularly love i like watching really good players do it i've watched a let's play of the entire super meat boy Mm -hmm. i think there's like a speed run out there that's a world record and i think i watched that yeah it's it's interesting the mechanics difference between that and Binding of Isaac. It, they're the same uh, designer. Yeah. The I oh, think really? the, actually I did not know that. You didn't know that. I That's, did not. Uh, some if now that you know that some of the items you might find will in Binding will remind you of Super Meat Boy. Well, I know there's I, I know there's the whole gotta meet them all and the yeah. I think Meat Boy's a he's like a secret character. Or you can he's a there's a reference to he's him. He's an unlockable. Y- yeah. He's he, an unlockable buddy guy okay okay the i forgot what my point was i i got up at four this morning so what's the really interesting mechanical difference between those two things oh <laughs> the i i think that the the rng stuff in binding of isaac leads to more memorable gameplay yeah yeah well binding of isaac also just is so it its aesthetic is just so great you know meat boy is cool and it, it's very like cute and cartoony yeah you know I, I think of it it made me think of calvin and Hobbes, and i was trying to find something in my head just now i don't know if that's accurate but i just got the like it, this sort of cute um, all-american flavor to it you know do are we talking about the same game that's my perception of super meat boy it's the wonder you're a lot of meat and you'd go do and speed you fight right? against your nemesis dr fetus Oh, may- I never got that far. Maybe he's I didn't see the, the end of this. No, he's in the first level. Is he really? You're Man, in. I got no idea what I'm talking about then. Well, regardless, <laughs> Dr. Fetus is an all-American villain if I've ever <laughs> seen one. Uh, so I stand by my previous point, uh, which is that it's an all-American kind of game. All right, <laughs> so I think everybody can agree fighting Dr. Fetus is a healthy use of your time. <sighs> <laughs> so with the... <laughs> With the topic of butts today, our our focus is even more are we getting, fractured. Are we getting into? Oh, never mind. All right, best butt in a video game. Go. Oh, uh, ooh, best butt in a video game. I'm gonna have to give that to. Oh man, this is tough. You go. I, my character in Saints Row Four. <laughs> they just they did they did a good job with that. It's yeah, not it's yeah. not over the top, but it's it's a nice. You know, it's a nice it's situation a, it, going on. I'm going to go with my uh, my barbarian Nord in Skyrim just because I felt like her butt was really representative of her personality, which is that it was just, like, flat and hard as iron. 
you know, like this chick just ran around in the mountains in her underwear, smelting special weapons, painting herself blue and like screaming at everything and attacking it. And I felt like her ass is this like flat pasty thing really connected with that construct. Right. Did so. you have that flat ass mod going on? <laughs> no, it's, it's a really top tier Skyrim mod. So the best Skyrim mod I think I have ever yet to play was the giant mud crab boss mod, which is amazing. <laughs> where this like there's this random mud crab boss out in the like waste somewhere, and he's a couple of buildings tall, and it's just this ridiculous fight. Um, there was also a, a Zoidberg mud crab mod that's pretty great. <laughs> You'll notice most of my mods are like mud crab related. My favorite mod was the. Uh, they walk around going. Whoop, 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 whoop. The, the Randy Savage dragon mod. Yeah. Where the dragons wore top hats and had beards. <laughs> and it would be like, oh yeah! Uh, have you seen the Thomas the Train Engine one? Yes. Oh, that one's freaking terrifying. The, the first, the, the intro sequence where the dragon lands on the castle and it's the train. Yeah, that that's pretty classy stuff right there. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, I Best butt in a video game. It's okay. not like a pre-made character. That's, it's not like a... Yeah, well, that's just character. it. I had to kind of choose it based off of that. Uh, Commander Shepard had a pretty nice ass. The that male is, version, like, yeah, his butt was solid. He was built... You know, like a brick shit house, that guy. I, I'm sure that one of the Colossi in Shadow of the Classes had a really nice butt. Yeah. I was all yeah. over it. So, yeah. uh, All right. Worst butt in a video game. I guess we have to. I mean, if we're doing a best of. Earthworm Jim. <laughs> That's actually an amazing choice for that. I'm not even, like, like I feel like I need Will Ferrell's like, face just being like, I'm not even mad. That's amazing. Because... I can't think of anything to challenge that. All right, consensus win, bet worst butt in a video game category. I think you did. You really did. You had prepped that one. I'm impressed. Uh, uh, do you think we can come up with best use of a butt in a video game? Like, do you? Can you think of any? Princess Peach in Smash, Super Smash Brothers. Is she the one that she? Did she butt bounce? She oh, has in, a, in Super Smash. She has a, a move where she kind of flings herself at an opponent butt first. And it's actually very good for for countering rolls. Oh God! Uh, I so just, that's I my. I love this. I have this image in my head of Peach just pew, but yeah, that's, that's a, great. That's essentially how it works. She pew. turns and she's like, ha! In that way, and then that when she only hits Mario them, characters can when do. When she hits them, hearts fly out. Wow, it's pretty great. It's, she she she's gives a, you that old butt hug. She's a top tier character, <laughs> really? and I mean that in like. She's she's top tier. It's well, she's the princess, man. I think she in, has to be. In bomb. melee, it's like Marth, Fox, Falco, Peach are all the top tiers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're pretty into the meta on that game. My brother's a lot more into it. My brother has been going to Smash Brother tournaments. Really? Yeah. Has he placed? Uh, I don't think so. Hmm. Yeah. The only, did I ever really get into the meta of anything? I guess. I mean, for a while when I was playing a lot of uh, of uh, WoW, like ages ago, I got really into the auction house meta. <laughs> I I used to just play the auction house in that I, game. I usually get at least knee deep into the the meta of 
of any game that I start playing. I'm, yeah. I'm getting there with binding, although I'm probably balls deep into the meta at this point. I was going to say, you you started to bust out some meta that I didn't know, and I'm I'm reasonably into that game's meta. Like You were like, yeah, so if you don't lose any red hearts, you get a 90% <laughs> chance to get a devil deal with the devil. And I was like, I did not know that. And I mean, you're like, and if you don't take it, there's a higher chance for a holy room. And I was like, I did know that one, but that first bit's news. I was like, damn, Matt, that's you're in there now. Once you once you know that though, mm-hmm. you'll be like, oh, this game is so much easier. Soul Hearts actually the best. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, I've always been going after Soul Hearts anyway. Speaking of Isaac meta, just and this is the last time I'll talk about Isaac today. Uh, don't lie to any of us. <laughs> on I the re- podcast, respect the viewers more than to lie to them like that. They're they're watching this podcast intently. <laughs> Um, what what would you think the best item in Isaac is? Oh, uh, there's a uh, a generator that will do. I think it's like every six or seven rooms, it'll generate a new heart for you. And for me, at least, that was just like game over. I got it on the first floor the other day, mm-hmm. and I just basically. Between that, room clears, and then priori- prioritizing batteries, I just had full hearts all the time. So that's that's a good, that's good. The Dark Bum, the one who steals oh, yeah. the hearts Dark off Bum, the floor. Dark Bum's great, the he, one who, he who drops spits out. the yeah. soul hearts, and yeah. then with the soul hearts, you can take damage, but still get the devil room at the end. Yeah. So that was an interesting thing I did not know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, the Dark Bum's really cool. Um, I think the funniest run I've done so far was the pill generation run that I did. <laughs> I mentioned that, I think, in the first podcast. Like, I don't even want to think about what came out of my butt at the end of that run. Because, <laughs> God, it must have been gross from all those pills. <laughs> I I just got, like, better pills because of the PhD. Right. An item that generated pills. Higher chance of pills dropping. <laughs> better you know um more opportunities of pills to show up as a room item just all of right, that right and i just co- i was just gobbling pills the whole game and that was ridiculous like it was very very funny I, I think that game has you know it's random but i'm starting to notice that it will spawn items that have a common theme well and i was talking to you about that you know the, the pill generation run being sort of the, the one i always point to like once you start to understand a specific set of items you can look to combo them Mm -hmm. and and the thing about that game is there's so many combos like i got the controlled tears on azazel and it just made this giant red ring of death that went wherever i told it to i didn't tell you about this but i i loaded up a seed the other day Uh that made your projectiles literally fill up the entire screen (laughs) i don't even yeah you would you would it's like a charge shot yeah. and you would fire it and the entire screen would just be a giant tear that would just kill everything <laughs> it was it was the most fun that's i was giggling absurd. the entire time i was playing it that's absurd uh so anyway butts what's our next butts topic uh okay so i guess the peach butt opportunity was a pretty solid one i'll i'll, I'll seed that point oh, as i should well. come up with a butt question for you yeah because i came up, i came up with a butt question for you you know it's your turn now uh, most, um, most what was your butt question the best best use of a butt best use of a butt i didn't come up with a response to your option though and i feel like we at least need some 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 best, challenges best here. butt kicking you've done in a video game 
Uh, oh, best butt kicking. I guess that would either have to go f- to Bulletstorm, just because you quite literally can kick people in the ass and send them flying. I did not know that. Oh, yeah. Your character, like, one of his major special special abilities is this kick ability, and you combo that kick with environmental hazards to increase your points. Nice. Right? And he can be... You can get it in such a way that you could probably just easily deliver a butt kick. So... I'll put that one out there, but I would have to say recently, at least, definitely Shadow Warrior, uh, mm. just in general. As a general ass kicker, that's the game that takes the cake. Uh, I The thing that popped into my head immediately when I asked that question was Ninja Gaiden. Yeah, I haven't played any of them in a while. I just remember flying around the room, chopping people's heads off. Yeah. It's pretty yeah. great. <laughs> uh, I could say also, you know last night's divinity fight i fought a boss last night in <laughs> divinity it was a solid fight it's it's that's a game and this is something i kind of want to swing back to in regards to you know rpg mechanics particularly these sort of larger more complicated rpgs mm-hmm. crpgs or whatever is like that's a game where tactical decisions make the difference so I had this fight that I could not beat. Like I, I tried three different approaches and I could not beat it. And the fourth time I took an entirely new approach and like focused my fire in new ways and mm-hmm. reserved certain spells for crowd control in very specific situations. And I finished the fight with all of the characters alive, you mm-hmm. know? And it was it was just one of those moments where you're like, yes, I actually did made tactical choices and how to position people and use abilities to seal off movement that were really rewarded by mm-hmm. this game. And, uh, th- you know, just sort of looking at, like, Isaac in these runs, right? You make mm-hmm. these choices about combo sets and items, and when they work, it's really cool to feel like you outmaneuvered the game. Yeah. So... We're also going to talk about the Christmas hacks. Oh, man, yeah. My five free days of PS Plus, that's the only thing I noticed. Yeah, I was out of town, yeah, so I wasn't I, playing. <laughs> sorry to everybody that missed out on PS Plus time. The, but. So this is something that's very personal to me because I'm a, I'm a systems slash server engineer. Denial of service attacks are something that could come up in my line of work. At, you know, like I could be a... Te- the, the systems that I work on could be attacked. And it's very, it's a very scary thing for me. Uh, and maybe not even scary. It's just, I know the, I know the personal impact of, of what that would be like. So whenever the attacks, these, these denial service attacks happen, I have a, I have a pretty good idea of what's happening with those server teams. Mm-hmm. It's not, you a, know, the panic they're running through. I know the panic. I know that it's, I know that it's a it's a difficult thing. Uh, I'm planning on writing a, an essay about this that I'll post on this site, uh, mostly because Nathaniel kind of his eyes kind of glazed over when I start talking about it. I, I warned you you were gonna have to monologue this a little bit because my opinion on this is cool. I got five days of PS Plus that I wasn't using. Yeah, the the takeaway that I had and the reason I think this goes in the butts category is the guy. <laughs> yes, the, we we are in agreement. This guy is an asshole. The, the guy's reasoning for for doing this attack is that we give all this money to Sony and and Microsoft, and for whatever reason, completely ignoring Nintendo. Yeah, it's because they have shitty online services. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Continuing so on. Completely ignoring or so attacking Sony and Microsoft because we're giving them all this money, 
and they should have better defenses against the kind of attacks that he's doing. So he's doing these attacks as an illustration of the of poor defense. Their he has, poor defense. Which, if you boil down the argument to what it really is, this guy has a giant ego and wants to throw it around the room some. I mean, his, his argument is... You're not defending yourself from me doing this, so I'm going to do this to you until you start defending yourself. Well, and he was saying, which is, if he was even saying, going as far to say, if you hire me, I know how to defend against this sort of thing. Yeah. I, well, you you said that the technical way to avoid this is doable or something, or that's his claim. I mean, you know a lot more about the tech here than I do. I don't want to go into the tech too much. Brown bag us. <laughs> the. You, there's no context for that. You just, <laughs> it's just uh, I just had a really disturbing uh, thought. The Matt Brown, Brown Town, for the brown bag, but that didn't really work. Yeah. I try to do rhymes with it all the time, and it doesn't. work. I put that out there, and I feel like it failed. Too I did. I did a brown. A, uh, at, uh, at the company we work at, we call brown bags. We meet for lunch. Did Matt Brown round down? Well, I did one about lag, and I called it the Matt Brown brown bag lag or something that's pretty bad it was not good <laughs> anyway so technically is his defense approach viable uh, there is a defense against it uh-huh it's, it's spend a brickload of money it's on expensive infrastructure, though. Right? You, have, you have infrastructure to protect against these kinds of attacks yeah um, without going into how denial of service works and distributed denial of service works it's just it, it's an attack that's somewhat expensive to run mm -hmm. unless you have a bunch of zombie computers that you control well sure but isn't that the you know that's probably the case i was gonna say this guy didn't pay for this did he there might be some cost to it yeah. but the the reality of it is that his argument is sony and microsoft can spend x amount of money to protect against these attacks that only he is doing yeah well that's what i'm getting at is like uh, so you're, you're basically saying like, I'm going to do this until you start to defend yourself from it. Right. And, and that's a very, that's like me walking up to you and punching you in the face and then being like, until you're defending yourself from me, going to keep but punching you in the face. I you feel know, like it's we've not all a known, viable. I feel like we've all known people who are like that though. Yeah. I mean, like if I, you leave your phone someplace, there's always that guy Who's like, oh, you didn't put a lock screen on your phone, so I set the background to me and changed the language Arabic. I gave you the goat in a photo, and uh, you ever watched Waiting? I have, but I didn't get it. Oh, that. all right. They have a whole sequence of like showing each other their junk. Ah. Yeah, they have names for all of them. Very the mature reference I just made there. <laughs> Go tell your parents, kids. <laughs> so, uh, all right. What games... Uh, all right, all right, all right. Most butts in a game most butts yeah I'm, my first instinct was bayonetta but it only has the two yeah i'm gonna go with gta 5 on this one there's De a lot of butts in that dead or alive extreme beach volleyball <laughs> oh oh yeah you you're pulling out some winners on this list tonight man. i think i think it's because i'm so tired i just oh. my brain just goes this yeah here Grab you go. it. here's a random thing yeah dead or alive you know so so here's a funny story I bought that game with my buddy years ago, and 
I bought it expecting it to be a volleyball game with like a bunch of, you know, like a fighting game is, you know. Yeah. Sure, there's a bunch of naked chicks running around, but there's actually a fighting game here. So we get. Oh, it. you thought it was gonna be a fighting game? No, no, I thought it was gonna be like a volleyball, okay. like a competitive volleyball. Because as an aside, Dead or Alive Two is one of my favorite fighting games ever. Yeah. And over Thanksgiving, my cousins and brothers and I, brother, had just played it all day. Yeah. I mean, I was young. We bought it with puerile intent. Don't get me sure. wrong here. But I, I play games. I've always actually really enjoyed mechanics, right? So I bought it purely or with purility, I'm not sure, but with also the like intent purility. to play a game, you know? And we get it to the house, and we got, I don't know, an hour into it, and I finally was just like, okay, there's there's nothing here except excuses to stare at these chicks. I'm, I'm pretty much done with this. My buddy played that game. He 100%ed it. Oh, man. <laughs> there was a period of time where it was the only thing he played. Wow. Yeah. And I just remember being like, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, all right. That's a, that's a, no, no, it's enough. It's I do enough. remember. You don't need, no, it's enough. I do remember the, the commercial. It sticks out in my mind when the it's, two guys are playing it. He's like, hey, do you have any pillows? And they grab the pillow and put them on their laps. <laughs> So, so uh, uh, that's really funny. So we watched strip tea or uh, 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 not strip tease, but um, showgirls. Sarah made me watch showgirls the other day, <laughs> and we got maybe an hour into it before I was like, I can't do this anymore. It's so bad. It's it's generally considered one of the worst. Well, so turns out it's uh, I think it was MGM or whoever it is who owns that property. It's their top. It's their fifth best selling movie of all time. Because it sells a whole lot of home video releases. <laughs> it was a flop in theaters, but like it came out and sold a hundred million dollars in movie video and like VHS purchases. Yeah, the like that year, which was a huge amount of money at '97 or whatever that came out. You know, we're veering dangerously away from video games. Uh, well, so st I was just gonna still say, on the topic of boobs, though. So so let's bring this. That's uh, extreme beach volleyball. Yeah, let's bring this back to butts. All right, <laughs> by talking about uh, since we we threatened to get into sexualization in video games. We did threaten that. Yeah, we threatened to do this. So I'm gonna go out there and say that butts in video games are okay. I mean, you don't see a lot. I don't. I feel like you don't see that many butts in video games. I you, you see I've absurd, unrealistic cleavage. Yes. Oh yeah. I mean, I, they're not even breasts in video games anymore. Like, there's nothing there. There's just like some balloons with yeah, tape. Yeah. In the middle. Who put a bunch of watermelons sideways? <laughs> like speaking of Ninja Gaiden games again. Yeah. Well, isn't it? You said it was Bayonetta that like. Your character Bayonetta. loses her hair Bayonetta or something. is so over the top. So the, your outfit is made out of hair or something. The whole mechanic of it is bizarre. Like your your power is derived from your hair, yeah. which your outfit is made out of. So every time you do like these amazing summons, the character turns and basically becomes completely naked, but the hair that swivels around her happens in such a way to cover up all of the yeah, bits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's still... Yeah, she's nude. So, I I would like I don't care. I'm all for powerful female characters, male characters, whatever. There's a lot of naked, weird-looking dudes in games too. Like not as many. I don't know. Every main character in a video game that's male is almost 
always absurd looking, you know. Uh, I don't. I didn't mean absurd looking. I meant the the nudity. Oh aspect. yeah, yeah, that's fair. I don't I, know. It, you know, there's some games though. I like, I like how they do the treatments of it, um, where they don't have. There, there are some games, and I think we all are familiar with this, where the male armor is appropriate armor, and the female armor is protecting their jiggly bits, and then everything else is free reign. Have you seen the XKCD on that? I think it was XKCD. I might be wrong on who did this, but like the, the first frame is, is the male paladin and the female paladin, and the male's like, the female's like, this isn't right, this is sexism, blah, blah, blah. And the next shot is like the quest giver being like, okay. And then the next shot's both of them wearing the bikini. And the guy is like in the bikini armor. He's like, man, this is great. I can move. I can <laughs> roll around. I'm not passing out from heat exhaustion all the time. Right. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's actually pretty fucking funny. Uh, but I know some some game artists who would, who would rail against that kind of... Uh, female armor that's just showing off cleavage and whatnot oh yeah sure i mean it's ridiculous who's gonna wear shit like that nobody right look at real world women soldiers what do they wear the same armor everybody else wears why because it fucking works and dragon age i think is a we've talked about dragon age as being an impressive feminist game where there's these high-ranking female officials and no one is like oh it's a girl yeah it's just well, it's so, normal. So it's a normal thing in that game. You get to the first room, and the four out of the five characters leading the Inquisition in my game were women. You know, yeah. And nobody said anything about it. Right. I, I agree. I, the Dragon Age setting though has always been incredibly, um, uh, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? Integrated, I guess, in terms of of gender stuff. The first game was like that too. I mean. To a little bit, not racially, like there's a lot of racism in the Dragon Age yeah, games. Yeah, about that. But uh, in terms of genders, it's very much, uh, you know, open to anyone. Um, so it sounds like we're in agreement, though. Butts for the win. Oh, I, I'm still on the fence about butts. I think. <laughs> no, I think. You're, all right, all right. The butt, the butt is the part of your character you see the most. No, well, that's so that's why I always play women in RPGs, and people are like, you know, why would you do that? And it's like, listen, this has nothing to do with sexism or anything, but I'm a man, and if I'm going to watch a character's ass for 45 hours, <laughs> I would rather it be a female character. It's just a, it's not to do. It's just a personal preference, you know. Right, and that's why my characters are always modeled after my wife. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing... Yeah, yeah, there you go. I'm just going to leave it there. That's my <laughs> final word. I was about to start explaining, but no. Have it, internet. Enjoy. <laughs> Enjoy that thought. Uh, so... Do we, what do we do to wrap up? We, we say games we're going to play. What are we going to be playing? Um, hmm. Oh, well, I'll probably pick up Shadow Warrior this week. It's fantastic. I suspect you will end up playing a lot of it. And I'm going to try very hard... You play less Binding of Isaac this week. But my wife has gotten to a point where she accepts it and will be, will, she'll walk in in the, in the early part of her run and be like, where are all your fun toys? <laughs> I'll walk in near the end of the run and it's like, oh, what's your guy doing this time? Yeah, uh, I, I've been asked to play the poopy game instead of Transistor. Just throwing this one out there. <laughs> I busted out Transistor 
because I was like, oh man, a lot of people really seem to like this game. I'm going to give it another go. And my girlfriend came in, watched it for a while. I was like, why is she carrying a skateboard everywhere? <laughs> why is it making so many sparks? I don't like this game. Why? I mean, it's pretty, but that's it's really dumb. It's boring. Will you play the poopy game? And I was just like, all right, cool. <laughs> Finding of Isaac it is. So, so uh, ooh, that was so synchronized. I, when we're we, not supposed to be saying so. I know. We're, we're making efforts to work on uh, uh, tell words, um, uh, so, all those, right? I think I'm winning. Uh, probably. I don't know. I haven't been paying as much attention tonight. <laughs> Nathaniel has been doing an important task, which is playing with the cats. I'm distracting the animals, trying to keep them from the microphones. So if I uh, fail to properly control my language, I apologize. Uh, games I'll be playing, undoubtedly Divinity. I also have been steadily tweaking my way through a uh, Age of Wonders 3 campaign. I'm pretty sure you meant to say twerking your way through. I've been twerking my way through. Uh, whistle while you twerk, by the way. It is the butt episode. <laughs> whistle while you twerk. Um, that was not very good. Just edit it, that's all. No, no, we're, we're oh, yeah, there you go. That's an excellent idea. It'll be much cooler that way. Uh, all right, well, that's me. Uh, you said Binding of Isaac less. Anything Binding of else? Isaac less. I'll play some more Bravely Default. You're going to play some more Dragon Age? I'll probably get some Shadow Warrior. We'll yeah. see about Dragon Age. I know, it's it's a tough one. Like, I, I have a feeling I might go back to it someday, but I just don't have the focus for we'll it. see right what now. the free PS4 games are. So that might interrupt anything, but cool. It should be good, and I think we'll actually we'll have an actual topic next week. Yeah, yeah, next that'll happen. <laughs> it won't be butts. It we won't, promise. It definitely will will not be butts. Particularly not half-assed butts. Hey, all right. Oh wow, <laughs> we're out. <laughs>